All right, Justin, sing me a song about an actress who looks exactly like and sounds exactly alike the person she is portraying. What? <laughs> what did you even say there? What was that? Okay. Sing me a song about an actress who looks and sounds exactly like the person they are portraying. Uh, That's a tough one. I have no clue of what song would even remotely be close to that. All right. How about this? Sing me a song about somebody that kind of looks like Geraldo Rivera, but not quite. And it's funny as fuck. Uh, you really stepped up your game this time. Wow. That's tough. Man, I've got nothing, man. I am drawing blanks. I've got nothing, man. Well, that's another victory for me then. I guess so. You win this one, this round. Damn. On that note, we'll cue our music. So at least there's something going on musically. <laughs> Hey, Cinefans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. I'm Sterling, and as always, I'm joined by Heather and Justin, and we are talking about today, if you could not guess, the movie Bombshell. We're going to talk about what we liked and like, and everything in between with that. We're going to start this off with uh, Heather. What did you like about Bombshell? Um, What did I like about Bombshell? I liked most things about it. <laughs> um, I liked the performances, for sure. I think that Charlize Theron was standout in this. I think her portrayal of um, Megan Kelly was top notch. It was perfect, pretty much. So I liked that. And I liked, um, I just, even the characters that were just loosely based on other characters that, um, like Margot Robbie's character, I, I just thought that they did a really good job um, being, being the type of characters they were supposed to be. Like they were working for a very professional or, prominent news station but um just kind of the wanting to fit in and wanting to stand out but also like when everything goes down and they're kind of taking advantage of in ways just really showing that um kind of let down and disappointment that they felt with what came along with that so i think they did a really great job of that i think that they paced the story well i think that um john lithgow as well was really really good i think it was actually scary how good he was at playing the part he did um he he was it was a really great performance but you hate to say that because he was so creepy <laughs> but it was really really good um i just like the story of i i don't know i just feel like it's a very relevant story to what's going on today especially but um just how they told the story it it didn't feel like it had too much of a an agenda politically as much as it did just trying to tell the stories of people who have really been through that situation so i appreciated that about it um and i don't know i just feel like the they weren't too um i guess gratuitous in how they told the stories really so i think that they were for the most part it was tastefully done, except for a, a couple of parts of it. But um, I don't know. I just feel like the 
it, it was really intriguing the whole way through. Like there wasn't a part of it that I felt like they were dragging or they added it when it wasn't necessary. I feel like everything they put in the movie was there for a reason. And that's important, I think, because of what the story is about and the fact that it's based on a true story. I think that it's important to make sure that the important details are the things that are told in it. So I'm glad that they did that. And um, honestly, like, I just really, I think Charlize Theron was like, she's always good, but I think she was so fantastic as the lead in this. I think she, like, she really kind of stole the show a little bit. Um, even Nicole Kidman was, I mean, character you eat for her because she was the first one to come out and say something about like, hey, this was what was happening to me. And nobody else was really backing her up. And then Megan Kelly comes and backs her up with it. So you, you feel bad for Nicole Kidman's character, Gretchen. But um, honestly, it's the first time where Nicole Kidman is sort of, um, she's overshadowed by somebody else. And that doesn't happen very often for her. But Charlize Theron was so good that she was definitely the one that stole the show in this. And also Margot Robbie, I think, was really, really great. Um, she even, I think, tiny bit overshadowed Nicole Kidman. So um, just and, they, and their, their dynamics were really good because they weren't all together all the time or sharing scenes all the time. But when they did, they were really important. And they were really ones that you paid attention to when they did. And I just think that they were very wise and smart in how they pieced together this movie and how they told the story in general. I just think that pretty much it was just a smart film, I think, honestly. And like, it's, it's hard to do that kind of a film today without a lot of backlash as to what's going to come after it from one party or another. But the way that they did this story, I think was very much like anybody can relate to it. Anybody can appreciate it. And so I really appreciated how they told the story so yeah i just honestly i really thought it was a really good movie justin what about you what'd you like okay so um and and some of the things that uh heather said i also agree with uh charlie theron is the is the backbone of this she's the glue that holds everything together she is the uh the the main star in this role and i thought that what was interesting about this portrayal of megan kelly is that i thought that it, they kept it very balanced like she went from you could tell that she was conflicted you could tell that she had um some of her own personal views about it and whether or not this is something smart to do and everything like that. And just her indecisions and what she was going through whenever Gretchen, Nicole Kidman's character uh, came out with the news um, and the lawsuit and was filing suit against um, the against Fox News and everything. Uh, I like the indecisiveness of that character. I liked how it went back and forth with her looking at both sides of it and should I do this and what does it mean to not do it and everything like that. So I thought that they were good about layering Megan Kelly in this and kind of showing like all the different sides of it and, and considering where she comes from, what, who she works for, different things like that. Uh, John Lithgow as Roger Ailes in this, like, Man, what a great performance. Just everything from his mannerisms to how he would corner these women and just using the position of power and just how he kind of came off. And, and I love how 
Um, it wasn't always so blatant. Sometimes it was subtle. Sometimes it was with a little side joke. Sometimes it was just uh, lift up your skirt so that I can see your legs. This is a visual medium. So I liked how they kind of showed how there are all these kinds of different forms of harassment. Like they, they, they showed that in a lot of different ways with that character. So I thought that all of that was effective. And even after the fact when it seemed like <clears throat> these women were coming after him and the story was getting uh, a lot of national appeal and how he kind of tried to play the, the, the role of an innocent person or a person who uh, gave these women these positions and everything like that. So I like that argument in that that was in there too, how he tried to argue using those points and saying, well, look, I put them on this platform. I gave them this position and stuff like that. And, and I just like how it showcased that, how it showed kind of the arrogance that exists with this subject and how a person can have, can feel that they have that power over you. And even though, yes, you were given opportunities and things like that, some that doesn't make the things that you were asking for right or your approach to these with these women and everything right. So I just like how it had all of that in there and provided some perspective. And Lithgow played this like a person, you, you know, even though he... I'm sure on some level he knew what he did was wrong. I just love how Lithgow played it because it was almost as if he was trying to convince everyone, including himself. You know, I gave them this platform. Was it just a was it too much to ask a person to lift up their skirt and spin around for me just so I could see their legs? I mean, dang. But it was just funny how I just loved how it almost seemed like this person had convinced himself that he didn't do anything wrong. And I do think that that happens a lot. Like when you think about sexual harassment cases and different things like that, uh, sometimes you do hear that sentiment of, well, they put these women there and, and I think these women are just out to get them or just out to make a statement on them and different things like that. So I like how it showed uh, like all of that was in there in some ways, just trying to give you some uh, a rounded perspective on that for the most part. So I thought that that aspect of the film was good. Uh, Margot Robbie was another person that I really liked in this film. Uh, she and and that scene with her and Lithgow where uh, where you really just get it firsthand and he's like, just keep lifting it up. And basically her panties are showing now and he's like, yeah, you know, okay. Um, and, and just like the horrific look on her face, just the way that Robbie played that. To me, that was one of the strongest scenes in the film was just how demeaned she looked, how horrified she looked almost to the point of tears. It, you could tell that she was just about to erupt, but the power and influence of a person like Roger and her trying to advance her career. And she was uh, had a lower level job there at Fox and was trying to move her way up. And she was blonde and pretty, and she kind of had that look that obviously they look for, especially when you look at Gretchen and Megan Kelly, uh, she had that same kind of look that that 
Fox News is looking for, or in this case, Roger Ailes was looking for. So I, I just liked uh, her performance in this. Um, another person who I also thought was uh, very good in this was um, her friend, uh, the the one that was the closeted Democrat. Who was that again? Kate McKinnon. Yes, Kate McKinnon. That was another very interesting character in this. A closeted Democrat who was also a lesbian that worked for Fox News. So I just thought that that was interesting. That was an interesting character. I don't know if that person exists or if that was one of those things like the disclaimer says at the beginning, uh, we added stuff to this and uh, not everything is true, but some of it is. I don't know if that's a real person or not. I doubt it. I don't know. I doubt it was just given the nature of it. But that was an interesting character to me. And I like kind of how even in her situation, even in that situation, you saw kind of the influence of that place in the environment, how she didn't even want to hear uh, her friend's story at first, Margot Robbie's story at first, and was like, no, you can't tell me that story because they know that we're friends and I just don't want to be involved. Uh, Margot Robbie's character, Kayla. So she was like, Kayla, I don't want you to tell me that story. So even just that dynamic of how that whole environment impacts how these women act and the power that they had over these women's mindsets and mentalities. I just think that all of that was definitely apparent in the film. So I just appreciated those aspects of it. Uh, the film, I thought, for the most part, was well-paced, and it's it's actually very entertaining. There are some parts where you get narration from Megan Kelly, and it's very meta, and it's almost like there are parts where she's talking directly to the audience and saying, okay, on the second floor, this happens. On the eighth floor, this happens. And so there are parts in the narration and the story where she's talking directly to you, which I do think kind of help the flow and the pacing of this film. Um, and there are parts that are just very that are just very entertaining and funny, like when they're having the conversation about Jesus and Megan Kelly is like, oh, yeah, Jesus is clearly white. So I don't know what you're talking about. You know, there are all those little kind of hokey, funny things that do happen on Fox News or like whenever um, uh, when Kate McKinnon's character was going uh, over with Margot Robbie, different things like, you know, don't forget minorities are criminals, people are lazy. And I think the line was, if it would, and I believe this was also a line that they had in the previews, but lines like, if it would piss off your grandfather, oh man, how did she say it? Oh my gosh, how did the line go? Something to the effect of, if it would piss off your grandfather, but appall your grandmother like but in well i thought it was in, i thought it was piss off your grandfather and uh i thought it was and scare your grandmother yeah it could be appall your grandmother something like that okay okay that yeah something like that but that line that was a good line and like there are a lot of like lines like that that are th that i think 
are memorable or at least make it very entertaining. I thought that it was very well written as far as the dialogue in most cases. So, uh, you know, so for, so overall, it was a film that had an entertaining tone. It flowed well. I did like how it would bounce in and out of the meta story with Megan kind of being our narrator, but also at the same time showing uh um, the hardships of this. And then I like the message at the end. You know, I think that the message for the most part, and there are some things I wish that the film would have delved in, but, but I'll get into that in the dislike section. But I think ultimately the message of this film lands is that the best way to be supportive of this is to speak up and that the worst thing you can do is not say anything about these situations and being silent is almost as bad as just hiding information or anything like that itself. You know, it's, we've got to support each other. Um, when, when this happens to women or anyone that you have to speak up, you have to get it out there and you have to tell that story. So I, I like the idea that, of this story like and even though yes it was based on a true story but i like the way this film angles it as you have these three unlikely women in some ways kind of competitors not really a lot in common with each other they have their views and whether you disagree with their views they work for fox news and yes there are some conflicting things there you know as far as the just the nature of working for that um working for Fox News and just the conservative viewpoints and things like that. But despite all of those things and the differences between the women, the common theme of coming forward and not being silent and fighting this together, I do believe overall that message lands and that I really appreciated about the film. Yeah. And Justin, I don't know if you remember, but um, someone else that I forgot to mention that I really liked in this was uh, Mark Duplass, who played her husband, who played um, Charlize Theron's husband. He was, you, do you remember him from Morning Show? He's the guy. Yes, yes. The, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, he's in Morning Show. Yeah, yeah. Chip. I'm yeah. a huge Chip fan or, of him. I think yeah. that um, I've only seen him in smaller roles until the Morning Show, but I think everything he does is so good. And I think even just like the supporting roles like that, where, they might not be a major character. Even, you know, Kate McKinnon wasn't a major character, but she did a really good job of supporting what was supposed to be happening in whatever scene she was in. And I think Mark Duplass did the same thing where he was just very much like kind of her rock and kind of her, you know, someone telling her the truth in the midst of everything going on and all of that. So I really liked that even the supporting characters were very much um, on point with it. No, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought him up because I forgot about him. But yeah, he was very good here, too. And he was a good support to um, Charlize Theron. And, they, and their scenes together, they had levity. And I, I thought that he was effective in the role. So yeah, that, that was a good shout out for him. Yeah, I don't know him from Morning Show. I actually know him from the FX show The League. Oh, okay. He was one of the main characters on that. So for me, it's kind of funny seeing him going from something like the league to uh to this. But um, to just talk about a lot of what you guys already said and stuff like that, I think I I think very much this movie is a uh, is an acting vehicle. I mean, there were times I would have to remind myself that Charlize Theron is not Megyn Kelly in disguise, like that Megyn Kelly, like there 
there were huge stretches of this movie where it legitimately felt like Megan Kelly was actually playing Megan Kelly. Yeah. In this. I mean, she was just so spot on with how she looked and how she sounded and just everything like that. It was just, it's probably one of the few times like ever I've seen it be almost that like indistinguishable between an actor and the person they're playing. I know there's lots of times where they get really close, but when you have it, something like this, where this, the person she's portraying is a TV star, like someone that millions and millions of people used to see on a daily basis and just how accurate that was. And it wasn't like there was a lot of prosthetics or anything like that. I mean, I'm sure there was like a little bit of something, but it wasn't like, you know, they had this effects team do all this stuff. It's especially with her voice. It was just, it was crazy uh, how close she sat. Yeah. The voice. Um, and then just, yeah, like John Lithgow and, and Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman and just everybody across the board just was 100% just a game acting. I mean, I saw this back to back with uncut gems and that was like four hours of seeing just some of the best acting ever, like all in a row. Like there's not a single person in either one of those movies that I felt was miscast or that did, didn't do a good job. I mean, and for me too, and it was, it really came down to a lot of the background characters in, 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 in this movie. Uh, you had the guy that played Chris Wallace and he's, he's in the movie for a whole 30 seconds, uh, right before the presidential debate where Megyn Kelly calls out Donald Trump. And he's just in that room and he only says, I think one line, but, and for all I know, they actually took Chris Wallace audio and played it. But either way, the guy looked in that line, I was like, holy fuck, that's Chris Wallace. Like it was just there, like blew my mind. And then like some of them didn't quite look right. Um, like I said, Geraldo didn't look spot on and Sean Hannity didn't look spot on, but they still felt right. Like that guy didn't look like Geraldo, but holy fuck, did he feel like Geraldo? And in the end, I'm, I'm talking about these are just purely, purely like five, 10 seconds in the background type of stuff. Like these aren't your ma like major players or anything like that. But to me, it just screamed like to the dedication uh, this movie had to getting a lot of that stuff like authentic. One of the things that blew my mind, and I don't know how they did it, but there's one like five to 15 second. I know that's a broad span. I just don't remember exactly Uh, scene with Bill O'Reilly's character in like a room or whenever like Margot Robbie just joins his team and stuff. Did they it, it felt like they even did a deep fake on that, like because that looks scary good like Bill O'Reilly with how it looked and sounded. And I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? And just things like that. Like I, I was really just in awe with some of that stuff. And, and, and like, you know, both of you brought up just some of the themes that this movie tackles. Uh, I give just a ton of kudos to that, that um, in some regards, they, they, they really didn't hold, hold back with a lot of that. And, and that was really kind of refreshing. Um, one of my favorite things in this movie was, the Megan Kelly character not wanting to accept, I don't want to say responsibility, but thinking that if she had made a bigger deal out of what happened to her, when it happened to her, that none of this would have happened to these other women. And I, I, it's one of those things where you can kind of see both sides because there's a very good chance she told people and nobody gave a fuck and it didn't stop anything. And you know, then there's a chance it could have, because I think in the movie she said she's told people, it's just, it stopped. Like there wasn't any, you know, anything broad of anything. So I, I, I can see where, you know, there is that, that, that separation, um, if you will. But at the same time, 
I like the fact that she was really motivated to come forward because, you know, she knew that like her voice would carry more weight than some other people's. And especially at this point would have a greater impact. And at this point could also uh, truly uh, necessitate change. And like when you get to that scene where she's giving a deposition to the investigating team and all this other stuff, and then she realizes that she's witnessed W and that that means there was like 22 other women before her that all came forward and said stuff and, you know, things like that and how she takes that. And it's, I, I thought, you know, a lot of those scenes, they did really well with a lot of that. And I also liked how it kind of showed like her uncomfortableness with her being a reporter and a news anchor and, you know, an, an opinion, uh, an opinionist and everything like that. She was comfortable talking about other things, but she was also really uncomfortable with the idea of herself being a story. And I can see that very much being a real thing with, with a lot of these people that, you know, they can talk about anyone else and all this other stuff, but the second they're the focus of a story, then that's when, when it gets weird for, for them. And I thought that was very, very in, in, uh, intriguing with how they portrayed all that in this movie. Um, uh, other than that, I mean, it's really just a lot of more of the same bullshit you guys said. Uh, do you guys have anything else? No, that was it for me. Uh, uh, but you made a good point there. Just that part about her um, not wanting to be the story. Yeah, that that was great. And then that just made me think of something else kind of unrelated to that. But towards the beginning of the movie, the stuff with Trump and then how afterwards they kind of cooled down and she kind of had that face to face with him and everything. And then, and I like that part too, how uh, our husband that we just got through talking about, how he was like, man, you let him off the hook, you let him off soft and everything like that. And just her take on that and her saying, well, you know, this is what I have to do. So I like that too. Like, even though that was like a small part at the beginning, that was cool too, how it kind of showed like, how difficult that balancing act can be because yes you know trump needed fox news and of course he needs them and his perception at that time trying to get elected and everything like that but then her also asking the tough questions and stuff like that but then at the same time being a woman and then trump kind of you know went on his kind of anti-female shit and then just kind of that that kind of difficulty balancing all of that, but still working for Fox News. I just thought that that was a great part in there, too. Just showing how difficult that balancing act is. And it was a nice setup going into what she was going to be dealing with, which was a much bigger issue later. So that was a nice little precursor that the movie gave us right there. Yeah. And I also really like how no matter what the situation was of the women that were victims of what happened, um, they didn't make any of them seem weak or dumb, you know, like even um, Margot Robbie's character who like a, a huge scene in the movie, which was really captivating when she just kind of admitted like, yeah, like I gave into it, like he got to me and I gave in and that kind of thing. Like she wasn't made to feel like she was stupid for what happened. She wasn't made to feel like it was her fault for what happened because she was manipulated. And I just think that it was great how they really tried to be very um, thoughtful and careful with how they um, portrayed these women who were the victims of of what happened and just in general because I mean sometimes there are going to be 
those women who they're just like, I don't want to do this, but you know what? I feel like I have to do this. Like, like Margot Robbie's character. And, um, but even still she wasn't made to feel like she should be blamed for it. And I just, I, I appreciated that they did that because there are going to be those women who have that story. And it's not just going to be the ones like Megan Kelly who stood up and said, Nope, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Cause there are the ones that are going to give in because they feel like they have to, to keep their jobs or to keep their respect in the, in the business or whatever it is. So I just really appreciate that they did that and how they told the story of these women. And also, Sterling, did you know that that Chris Wallace guy is the guy from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Kevin? Oh, was that him? Yep, it was. I, I, I did not even notice. I could not tell that that was him. I know, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute, too, but um, I, was, I was checking out like who the people were later. And yeah, that's definitely Kevin from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I have no doubt because that guy is utterly amazing that he could do something like that. I just, yeah, I had no idea that that was him. Yeah, oh, man, my mind is boggled. Mark um, Jackson, I think is his name. He would have that name. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So on, on, on to dislikes here. Um, unfortunately, as great as everything was in this movie, I did kind of feel like the story was very superficial and shallow, narratively speaking. I mean, I felt like it really kind of just like, I don't want to say glossed over, but just kind of superficially told the story of what was going on. When they showed hints and, and, and beats of things that were, I don't want to say interesting, but would have been fascinating to explore. I mean, just, you know, they, they just kind of glance over like a lot of the Bill O'Reilly stuff, which I think very much would have fit with, <laughs> with what was going on in this movie. And like, but just also like the utter paranoia, paranoia of, of Roger Ailes, um, the dynamic him and his wife had. I wish they showed even more of that because like even as more and more things were coming out about him and stuff like that, like, you know, she was very much just brushing it off as just, oh, that's just how things are. It doesn't matter, you know, or whenever it was just at the beginning when it was just like, oh, he made inappropriate jokes and stuff like that. She was just like, oh, well, I love those jokes. I guess it's my fault that he does all that and stuff like that. I just really wish we could have seen some of their dynamic, I guess, outside of them being in meetings or depositions or conferences or everything like that um i wish we could have gotten to see more of megan kelly and her husband because i think that that was a really interesting thing they toyed with whenever you know there was the megan kelly trump interview and the husband was like justin said oh you let him off the hook all this other stuff you were soft and then they kind of have this disagreement about it but then it's just it's it's gone you know and i just think that there would there was so much more to that um even margot robbie's character who was a conservative evangelical millennial who is also apparently a closeted lesbian um, in this movie and stuff like that. I think that would have been a very interesting thing to go through and to talk about and to explore instead of just kind of superficially approaching it and then just nothing else happening with it. You know, they just kind of would comment on, on it here and there, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, even as far as, you know, it was heavily implied that uh, Nicole Kidman's character Gretchen knew about uh, all the accusations with Bill O'Reilly. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, she didn't want Margot Robbie's character to go there. And, but yet apparently she stayed kind of silent about that. And the, the, that was also just a well-known thing. You know, Kate McKinnon's character talked about it and they, they even kind of joked about it that he would just, you know, he was known for answering the phone and just masturbating and stuff like that. Uh, and, but apparently there was a widely known thing. And I, I think that that would have been very interesting for them to go into that, 
you know, there was just so many things I think they could have gone into and dove into, but I felt like they just really kind of wanted to keep it, like I said, just very much superficial. And, you know, as good as the performances were and, and everything like that, I just couldn't help but feel that, you know, at times that there was so much more there ready to be told. And this movie just didn't want to pull the trigger with it. And then there were times it felt like it did. And then those turned out to just be kind of just more superficialness, you know? And so I, I, I just feel like we got part of a movie and the parts we did get were great, except it just feels like there's still another, another part of the movie that's there. It was like filmed, but it's just not in it. And in and, and that aspect of it, it just kind of made me feel uh, incomplete after this movie was over. Um, I'm, I'll probably think of more things as we go on. Um, Justin, what about you? What did you not like about this movie? Well, yeah, um, the, the, the two main things that came to mind is, is kind of what, what you were saying is similar to what you're saying. Like, uh, overall, the presentation does feel a little thin to me. And like you were bringing up specific examples of things that you had wished that they had expounded on. Um, and I also think that there was an opportunity to maybe talk about how just the the nature of Fox News, uh, the, the nature of that place and the viewpoints of that place, some of the ideologies in that place and how that kind of leads to some of these behaviors. I, I think that there was a chance to kind of say something about how because of the environment that they have created uh, there and the attitudes that come, you know, because of the a lot of the attitudes and the political perceptions and things that helped to create Fox News and that environment, some of those very things are the reason why some of these things happen. And just kind of the viewpoints and the the the, the perspective that a person with those views has of women, just uh, the, the 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 nature of working at a place like that, who views and talks about you have these prominent figures that talk about women like that. So I think that there was this bigger thing that the movie could have addressed, but I don't feel like it uh, addresses much of that. Really, like we get little inklings of it. You hear little comments made and other men say things and different things like that. But a lot of those, uh, but, but I just feel like there, there's an environment that is created because of a lot of the, the viewpoints that exist there. And because of that, these are some of the after effects of that, you know, of the environment that is created with the whole sexual harassment behavior and different things like that. And I think there was a chance to maybe tackle some of those things, but it felt like this film just had one. It just had one objective, and that was really just to concentrate on the 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 me too aspect of it the sexual harassment do i or won't i stay in silent versus not and just what the women were going through but i think there definitely is um there was a also a bigger conversation talking about the environment that created this and i just don't and i just wish it had delved more into those things so that's unfortunate that we didn't get some of that because i think it had so you know it it had a chance to really take 
a, a, a position other than sexual harassment is bad, which I guess just kind of seems like, uh, uh, you know, uh, more or less of, of course it is, that is bad. And yes, people who do that should pay. And yes, women should speak up. But I think there's a bigger message that maybe that, that, that was also there that we just didn't quite touch on. Um, another thing, too, is that I think that just with given the sensitivity of the subject matter and given that this, for the most part, are these are serious things. These are things that go on in different businesses and things like that. And, and you know, and every aspect of the whole sexual harassment, Me Too, and just people um, using their positions of power and manipulating people like this. All of this is serious stuff. So sometimes, man, I feel like even though the story was told in an entertaining way with the narrations and the meta stuff and the looking at the audience and joking or some things that were played for laughs. And yes, most of that I found entertaining. But to me, tonally, sometimes it did sort of it didn't seem like it mixed with the serious nature of the content. So there were times where, you know, one minute I'm kind of laughing or it's moving briskly and I'm going, oh, man, you know, this is entertaining. And then suddenly, bam, we were hit with something serious or bam, we've got just some blatant, serious sexual harassment stuff. And then it's like, man, and then the actors are really conveying that or somebody is crying or they're, they're feeling violated or something like that. And then we would have to go back to that kind of more, you know, brisk, entertaining kind of whimsical uh, kind of way that it was telling the story. So I do think that sometimes it led to scenes that were un a little uneven in tone. So sometimes the storytelling kind of had to shift a little bit. And, some and sometimes I wonder if maybe it would have just been better to approach it all seriously and not do it that way. So it just makes me wonder, could it, would it have been more impactful if it just had chosen one way to t approach this and go that way? Or was this okay? Because sometimes I felt like, eh, maybe it was a little uneven. But that, but, but that wasn't all the time. I just think that sometimes that did creep its ugly head. But those are really the only two that I could think of. Yeah, and, and, and going into what you were saying too with a lot of that is, yeah, they kind of just hinted at the culture. I mean, yeah, it kind of would have been more fascinating if they had. It, they kind of showed a little bit of the background of Roger Ailes, but if they had explored that more mm -hmm. and showed, like, kind of from like the top down, how much his mentality had infected that entire place. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. Like they kind of, and it's it's like I said, they they superficially showed it. Like he was a creepy, demonstrative pervert, so everything was creepy and demonstrative and perverted. But like, just really showed how much his fingers were in it, like shaping that culture. Mm -hmm. Would have been fascinating. Yes. And one other thing, real quick before Heather goes, one thing that I kind of didn't like also was the fact that because of the subject matter, because of the circumstances in which it was portraying the subject matter, it kind of lits off Megan Kelly and what's her name? Gretchen Carlson. It lets their characters off the hook a little bit. And by that, I just mean from the terrible, the terrible shit they used to spew on TV all the time. 
Yeah, they're not the best of people. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it lets them off the hook for that. And I'm not saying that that has anything to do with sexual harassment or anything like that. I just wish they had actually shown that more, too, though. Like, they kind of just hinted at it. It's one of those things that's, like, once again, they just kind of hinted at it. You know, when they hinted at, you know, Megan Carlson talking about how, or Megan, uh, Megan Kelly was talking about how, uh, you know, for her, you know, Santa's white and so is Jesus. So why is everybody making a big deal about shit? Like, okay, that's like a quick throwaway line. Like, she had infinitely more, like, controversial statements. But, like, that's as bad as they went. And then, like, with Gretchen, it's like they really kind of tried to show later on, like, why she got fired. Because she went too liberal or anything like that. Because she was like, bring back the assault weapons ban. Which, that is something accurate. She did say all that. But, like, what about all the horrible shit she used to say on Fox and Friends? Like, all they did was show the horrible shit that everybody else said on it, not her. Like, I just kind of wish they had shown more of that. Because, honestly, I think that makes them more complex individuals. Yeah. You know, you might not agree with what they're saying, but it does add complexity to the story. And it deepens it by showing them more accurate to who they were when they were on the air. Yeah, and it also kind of sends that message of, look... These may not be the best people, but no one deserves to be sexually harassed. Right. You know, despite their their views or what they may have said or di or different things like that. So you can show that side of it to show, okay, look, these are not the best people, but nobody deserves this over here. Nobody deserves to have to work in this environment. You should be able to have those views, even though they're not great. And still not have to worry about a man saying, pull up your skirt and spin around for me. So I do. Uh, so, yes, I, I do. I do totally get what you're saying. I think that they could have showed those imperfections and still gotten the point across, because like you said, by not doing that, it makes it feel like it makes you feel like the movie is trying to position them as these heroes that they aren't quite, you know, or it's trying to position, make you look at them too much into uh, like, look at them too much as they're nothing's wrong with them. Everything's wrong with them. And yes, within that, the confines of that situation, yes, but I would have preferred a more rounded approach with them. Like you're saying. Well, I, I think it, 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 it's like you said, it would make it more impactful. Yeah. Like you said of, yeah, these are shitty people or not shitty people, but they have, they might have shitty viewpoints, but that, you know, that doesn't, that, you know, it makes what, what happened, you know, because like it, it, it kind of shows that viewpoint that I'm not saying all conservatives, but a lot of conservatives on Fox news have had in, in, in the wake of other sexual assault allegations where, you know, they're blaming feminism. They're blaming this, they're blaming that for a rise in allegations. Whereas this, I think it would have shown more so that sexual assault and speaking out against sexual assault and, you know, accusing the people that need to be accused of that isn't just a feminism issue. It's not about being conservative or liberal or anything like that. It, it's very much about holding the people accountable when they do those things, regardless of anything else. That that is the more important thing. Yeah, and I think if they had shown them in that more well-rounded aspect of 
who they actually were on TV and stuff like that. I think that would have come across more instead of just a one, you know, quick conservative, you know, viewpoint. And then you're saying, well, I'm not a feminist, you know, instead of doing it like that, I think it would have just deepened what they were trying to say in doing so. Um, Heather, what did you not like about this movie? Yeah, I wouldn't say there's um there's much else I could say I didn't like that you guys haven't already mentioned. Like um I definitely agree Sterling about the the part with um Margot Robbie's character where you know, she is a closeted lesbian or so it seems that way. I think my issue with it is like as much as I do like I had said in my earlier um section about I feel like everything they did was purposeful in this movie to get the point across and to just kind of complete the story. I do feel like um, you, you're right in the sense that with that with that situation and that storyline, it was like either do something more with it where it's a more complete story or more um, part of the story or why bother putting it in kind of thing. So yeah, you almost feel like, well, what was the point in bringing that up if you weren't going to do anything else with it? So I do agree about that. And I also do agree about seeing more of the relationship between Ailes and his wife and um, just kind of that dynamic because it, it was an, she was an interesting character because you see that she was very much like a, I'm supporting him no matter what. And you do feel like she was very disillusioned to what was happening or didn't want to accept it even. Because even at the very beginning when we first meet her and she's talking to that guy and she's like, oh, don't wear hoodies. That's creepy. Like kind of this idea of there's certain things that she just thinks are very creepy that guys can do. But yet she's not seeing who her husband is, <laughs> you know. So I, just, I think that was interesting. And I think that she could have been a very much more used character even if it had been a little bit of behind the scenes of seeing them in their home when no one else is around, like, is she really as supportive? Does she really believe him? Is she just saying it because she wants to save face? Like just seeing more of that dynamic, I really do think would have added to it because it could have either shown a little bit more of the, um, the human side to her even or something like that. So I just, I feel like that is a story that could have been explored a little bit more. And it's kind of a bummer that they didn't do that. Um, and especially because Connie Britton, I am a huge fan of Connie Britton and she played that role really well. And um, I just think that it, it would have been really an interesting thing to see a little bit more of that dynamic behind the scenes because we saw up front a lot of just like, she's very supportive and oh no, like he's just being misquoted or misunderstood or whatever it is but it's like did she really think that was she actually disillusioned enough to think that that was true or did she really think it was true and didn't want to admit it to herself because i think either of those options would be very interesting to explore that about her so um but yeah i would say just kind of my biggest thing with this movie is the fact that it is i think that it had a lot more potential to do more with the story that it had than it actually did do. While I do appreciate what they did, and I think what they did with the story, I personally liked it. I think they did a great job with it. But there isn't that huge, like, pivotal moment of, is this movie really going to make that impact that you think it was trying to make? Because there's a lot of other movies where you see those kinds of things happening and these women that stand together and come together and realize that, they're not the only ones dealing with this situation 
and they come together and they they stand up for it or they fight against it and it's a really powerful thing with this you're kind of like yeah that's awesome great i'm glad you did that but you don't really feel that pivotal moment of like this is important this is a huge deal this happens to a lot of people and you really it really needs to sink in how much of a big deal this is I don't feel like it came across that way as much as it really should have based on the fact that this was a true story and how relevant it is to everything going on right now. So I think that's my hugest issue with it is that it should have been a little bit more pivotal in um, getting across that point of like how how powerful and how, um, I guess, unfortunately common the situation is. But also just the the power behind like anybody who speaks up about it, it's super important. And it gave a little bit of that because, like I said, you see um, Gretchen or Nicole Kidman's character. She's the first one to really say anything against him. And and then eventually later on, Megan Kelly does. And it's great. And you see that. And um, and it is powerful when you're just like, great, one person ricochets and it collects more people and that's great but i don't think the impact that this movie really could have had on like the importance of speaking up about this issue came across the way that it should have so that's really my biggest issue with it it's nothing about the pacing because i think the pacing was really great and i think the acting was phenomenal i just think that they were trying to tell one specific story from beginning to end and how it went down more than they were trying to say like this is important and everybody needs to pay attention and do something if they're in the same situation. So that's my biggest deal with it. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on that because when you're watching the film, it weirdly almost makes it feel like this issue is a Fox news issue. Yeah. When it's all over the fucking place. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's, I, I, I do get with your saying what you're saying with that, that it, it makes it feel like it's just a Fox news problem when, I mean, fuck, like, look at Harvey Weinstein. I mean, it's, it's or just anybody like all these people that it's come out against and all this other stuff. It, it's it's a universal problem. Yeah, but they make it a very specific story where you feel like, oh, great. That issue was resolved. Yay. Problem solved. But it wasn't that at all. Yeah, they they do kind of make it feel that way, especially at the end when they do talk about the Bill O'Reilly and the Roger Ailes, like lawsuits and settlements and all that stuff. Like, it really is like. You know, at the end of the movie, they're like, and sexual harassment in the workplace was forever solved. Yeah. And it's unfortunately not like it's still a monumental issue, which is tragic in its own right. Say one thing I wanted to come out of something you brought up was uh, Connie Britton. And one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when Roger Ailes lawyer was talking to 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 Roger and his wife. And she's like, oh, yeah, by the way. Gretchen recorded the uh, conversations, these conversations and just the looks on their faces Mm -hmm. was just fantastic on both of their parts. They did an impeccable job of portraying that in that moment. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally get that. Yeah. I mean, and I think that um, and that's why it's just kind of like the um, John Lithgow's performance was very very good (laughs) like it was so convincing and to a very unsettling point (laughs) to a degree i mean like it was just so good 
And then Connie Britton, I feel like she's always very good at showing the exact right emotion that she needs to show with what's happening with what's going on. Um, I've always been a huge fan of her, but like, yeah, I mean, and it is kind of that moment of, even if she did think like, Oh, this is someone like this man is my husband and I know who he is and all of that. And then you hear that one thing and you just feel that both of their stomachs just dropped. They were just like, well, there's no coming back from this. And it might, maybe it, it looked like it was almost the first time that she realized like, oh, this is for real. And it was really important that they showed that. So I agree. I think that was good that they did that. I mean, just especially with this vehicle that they had to tell this super important story. Like I just, there was so much potential to make this a lot more of an impactful, powerful thing to show like this is a nationwide problem. It happens everywhere to everyone kind of thing. And I just feel like they had a huge opportunity to make that statement and to make that message. And they kind of dropped the ball on it a little bit because like you said, it, it did seem like it was more specific to this situation and this news thing and all of that when it's not like just they had such potential for this vehicle to make this huge movement with what they made this movie. And it was, it was just kind of like they fell short a little bit. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I agree with both of you just, uh, they, they isolated it, but yeah, you do walk away just kind of wishing that it had been something that, that, that it had something bigger or more important to say about the macro of it, because there is a culture that's out there that perpetuates this kind of behavior. It, it, it This kind of behavior is acceptable because it comes from years and years of certain behaviors just and a certain culture being acceptable. So you just wish that it had something to say about that. You You felt like, I mean, you walk out of this movie and like I said, it's told in an entertaining way and you were entertained. And yes, it felt like the the movie got from a got from beginning to end and this issue like you guys said in a bubble was resolved but you just can't help but walk out and feel like but man that's not the whole issue that's not uh, th that's only part of what's happening but that is not like you just wish it had something to say about the bigger picture of this because this is a serious issue that impacts a lot of people and that's worth talking about so i guess we're just still waiting on a film to tackle that you know this tackled an angle of it a piece of it it kind of got this story, it told this story in kind of a colorful, entertaining way and had some good performances, but it only really scratched the surface of what is just a huge issue. So, you know, you're just still waiting on a movie to do that, yeah. to bravely put that out there and tackle it with courage. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, and, and it's interesting because you do, at least for me, I came out of this movie and I was like, that was awesome. I'm glad that like those people stood up. I'm glad that the, what came out of that came out of it. So there was a little bit of the satisfaction in that feeling. But I think with this type of movie, what I wanted to feel was like, not only the satisfaction, but also like the man, I'm really moved right now to really just try to do something about this issue. And I just, I feel like that movie had such an opportunity that was missed to do that. And, and not to say that it didn't have any kind of impact in that way, 
because there's a lot of people that are going to relate to that whole thing of like, this is what it is at my work. This is how it is for me. And I totally get that. And there are a lot of people that have that story and that situation that might be completely moved by that and say like, man, this is too much like my work environment. I need to do something about this. But I just feel like for me personally, I didn't go out of it just being like, man, like super empowerment, like, you know, power to the people kind of situation. I I just feel like it was like, I'm really glad that that situation turned out the way it did. Good for them for saying something and the fact that they actually did something about it, but only for that story, you know, and I really did. I do wish it could have been like a, I was moved beyond that. Like I wanted it to be one of those movies where I left it saying like, just really just thinking and contemplating on the whole issue And that's what I kind of really hoped from this movie, because I think it was very ballsy to do what it did. I think it was a ballsy movie to make, and I think it was important to tell the story. But I just wanted to be moved a little bit more to just be reflecting on the entire issue to the point of like this, you know, this makes me want, this motivates me to want to do something or learn more about it or something when really it only made me more interested in the particular story. You know, no, that's very true. So, you guys have anything else? I'm done, I think. <laughs> no, I'm good. That was well said. Everything was well said. All right. Recommendations and scores. Um, Heather, you're first. Yeah. I mean, as much as I do, um, I think that they kind of missed the mark on the bigger picture of what they should have been talking about. I do think it was an important story to tell. I think they told the story well. I think the performances were phenomenal and off the charts. And I just honestly, I really overall just really enjoyed this movie. You know, um, I, I feel like they told the complete story and I feel like you get out of it like that satisfaction of good. This ended the way in a sense that it should have considering what happened. So even in spite of a couple of the you know shortcomings that came from it, I think it was a really good movie. Um, and especially because of today's culture and what's happening today, like it's super important and relevant to what's going on. It's good to be informed on these um, harassment situations and just the, the power play that you can get from people in very important and powerful companies and businesses and um, things like that. I think it's such a huge, huge thing that people need to be aware of and care about. And I think this is a start, even though it might not jazz you up in that way to really be um, fully impacted the way that you should be. I think it's definitely a start. And it does, like Jason said, give you a really specific angle of that of that scope. And I think that's a, a great thing. And I think it was important to tell the story. And I think it is told well. So I do definitely recommend it. And if nothing else, see it for Charlize Theron because she is fantastic as Megan Kelly. Um, yeah, I do recommend it. I think it's really great. I think I'll give it um I'll give it like an 83 Megan Kelly's fighting with her husband about her morals while talking about the news out of a hundred. Justin, what about you? Okay. So um so yeah, I'm gonna definitely recommend this movie. Um as far as just uh the 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 movies that came out um in, in the month of December this December block and everything this was probably one of the better ones out there and it definitely has some of the better acting performances out there i mean i can't say enough about charlie's there everybody spoke highly of her on here 
uh, Nicole Kidman, my girl. I'm a huge fan, of course. She's always good. And she was good here. And then Margot Robbie is a merger, man. You know, Harley Quinn, she held it down, you know? So uh, she's she's a merger, man. And, and I think that this is one of her better acting performances that she's done thus far. Um and that alone, just the 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 three leads. I mean, that alone is enough to recommend this movie. But even then, you know, watch it because it does have an important message. It does. There is an important message about. I don't want to downplay the message that the film did have just because I wanted more. I want more because this is so serious. But that's not to devalue the importance of the message of speaking up and standing up for each other. And and this is not just a, a personal problem of one woman or a few women that this happens to, but it is the job of everyone to speak up when we see suspicious things happening, when we see uh, different things and being silent can be the difference between uh, this situation continuing and not. So I, I like how the movie tackles those things and showcases those things and just talks about the importance of speaking up when it comes to this issue. And that's an issue worth seeing. That's an issue worth seeing this movie for. And regardless of what side you stand on, whether you're Republican or Democrat, watch the movie, because that's one thing I will say about it. Even though this is about something that happened with Fox News, I don't believe that this film tries to position you. It's not an anti-Fox News movie. It's not a, well, this is why you should be a Democrat movie. This movie doesn't really have an agenda outside of just giving you that story with that scope. So, and I think that's important no matter where you fall on the politics of it. That's an important, this is an important story to look at. So for those reasons, I can recommend it. Um, I'm going to give it 72, um, closeted lesbians working at Fox News out of 100. But yeah, go see this. Um, I'm being funny, but yeah, go see this. It was, it, it's a good movie. One of the more solid movies this holiday season. Um, I, I, I think on the acting alone, uh, this is definitely worth seeing. And, you know, with the, with the problems the this story does have, uh, I'll say at least it does it does tackle the aspects of this that it wanted to, and it does bring to light some of the things that people might not have known about those situations uh, when they first hit the news uh, a few years ago. So I think with all that, I definitely think it's worth a watch. And I mean, especially like if you're, you know, I I really like I said earlier, I really lucked out because I saw this in in, in uncut gems back to back, and it was just two movies of just uh, master classes in acting. And that's a very uh, rare thing to come across. And uh, so I was really happy that I more or less just looked into it um, happening that way. That was, that was a really uh, nice treat when it comes to that. Um, as far as the score goes, oh man, I'll give this 70 somethings out of somethings. I really thought it was going to come to me and it just didn't. And I thought if I paused long enough, it would. And kind of like how right now, I thought if I just spoke enough that something would come to me and it hasn't. Um, Cause like a lot of things in this movie are bad to reference. So I don't want to reference those things cause they're bad. Um, so let's go with um, possibly. <laughs> so uh, difficult. 
70 weird Geraldo mustaches out of 100. <laughs> nice. I like that one. Cool. Go with that. Anything else, guys? Nope. Nope. On that note, guys, thank you for listening to the Cinema Slayers podcast. Check us out at www.cinemaslayers.com. Check us out on Cinema Slayers podcast on Facebook and Cinema underscore Slayers on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to get any of our nice, sweet merch, uh, you can get it at our website that was mentioned earlier, www.cinemaslayers.com. Go there, look in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a little merch button. Click that and you'll go directly to our merch store and you can get some fun, nice little things. Uh, we got a lot of fun awesome things coming your way in the new year so uh keep your keep your eyes peeled for that um we're probably also going to do a questionnaire uh again soon just to see uh just to touch base with you guys to find out what we can do better for you listeners out there so we can you know just give you more of what you want so uh once that goes live we'll we'll put it on the facebook and twitter and all that other shit and you can go to it and let us know what you think and we will you know definitely keep going from there so uh other than that guys just remember According to Justin, Moon Knight is a Best Picture winner. What does the fox say? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs>